Welcome to the Family Health and Hustle Podcast, where sharing our stories, common experiences, and best practices about balancing family, practicing good health, and reaching your goals can help you feel supported, bring clarity, and guide you to the life you want. So if you're ready to challenge yourself, your health, and the hustle around you, then consider this your community. Now, let's welcome your host, Anthony Hernandez. Well, hey, welcome back to the show. I appreciate you being here. Today marks a big day for us, uh, me, you, the listener, the show, and that is today is episode number 20, and that's a pretty big deal. I know it doesn't seem like a lot because there's probably other shows that you're listening to where you know, it's like episode 3000 um, or something like that. But 20, the big 2-0 for this show, that's awesome. Um, technically, I guess if you count the very first episode we did, which was like a seven-minute intro, technically this is episode 21. But I don't count that. That was just more of a test. Um, so this one, this one's a big deal. Why is it a big deal? Like I said, definitely... Lots of shows out there have more episodes. 20 is pretty much still a baby compared to most shows. In fact, I think a lot of people don't even take you serious until you have like 50. But that's okay. The reason it's a big deal is because had you asked me back in October of last year, 2023, um, and you said, you know, you're going to get to 20 episodes, I'd have been like, what? (laughs) That's going to be awesome. That day is going to be so cool. I can't wait to be there. And now we're here. And I think that's a lot like the goals that we set in life is we look ahead and it seems almost so unobtainable. We're like, man, it's going to be so cool to have that. Even if it's not even a big goal like this, episode 20. Okay, I'm not making any money from the show. Uh, I'm not famous. There's There's no big deal. But even back then, and I knew that's how it would be when we got to episode 20, I just still, that was just something that was like, wow, to have 20 episodes, that would be pretty cool. And most goals, I think, are like that in life where it's like, man, that would be really cool. Maybe it's not a life-changing goal. Maybe it's just being able to do 10 push-ups or 10 pull-ups or be able to get off work at a certain time or make a certain amount of money or have a certain hit a certain milestone in your hobby uh, whatever it is and then we get there and we're like what that is so cool and you should be positive in those moments even if again even if it's not a life-changing milestone you should still recognize that hey I'm further than I was and that's pretty awesome and I think what it is, it really, why it's worth celebrating is because it is a sign of consistency. This show is only on episode 20. You could say it that way. I like to say we just hit episode 20. And to me, it's awesome because I was worried getting started that I wouldn't even be able to be consistent. I wanted to, but I had tried other things like YouTube videos or other whatever, just other stuff that 
my downfall ended up being just a lack of consistency. And so one of the reasons I picked podcasting is I didn't know I would enjoy it so much at the time, which I really am enjoying it quite a bit. Um, and I didn't even realize some of the amazing conversations I would have. I picked it because I was like, you know what? I think I can do this in a way where I can be consistent. And that's my goal. Just be consistent. And even if I have to do the show on my phone as a voice memo on my way to the grocery store, like I will be consistent and get it done. And so that's why I'm excited about episode 20 is because it is a milestone of consistency for me. And it represents so many other aspects of life that I could enjoy that milestone where again, it's doesn't have to be some huge life changing milestone or goal, but to hit a certain point that I otherwise was dreaming about or looking at from the past into the future, like, Oh, I wish I could get there. That again, that that's a celebration of consistency. And if whatever you're doing in life, take a look around at those goals that you're, that you're pursuing and see where you're at. See where you're at now and celebrate where you're at. Well, last week we talked about uh, with Jill, like climbing a mountain when you're building a business or not even just building a business, but anything that you're pursuing. And at some point, you know, if it's a real mountain, I don't like to look down because that's scary. But <laughs> but in the the mountainous journey of life, take some time to look back and and, you know, don't dwell on it, but just look back and be proud of yourself. Like, wow, I'm, I'm working my way up that mountain. That's awesome. And that's going to go into a little bit about what I want to talk about today. A little bit. Well, you know, we'll kind of be here and there. But uh, as I mentioned in past episodes, the goal of the show is to be 80% guests, 20% solo. Uh, solo episodes where I get to just talk to you and kind of document my own journey and share the things I'm going through because I think that's one of the things that I wanted to make unique about this show is if it, if all else fails, if I fail, this will at least be a documentary, documentation, a journal of what I'm trying to do to better my life and the life of my family. And if no one ever listened to this, which, by the way, I'm super stoked that you're here listening. Um, but even if you weren't here, and even if no one had ever listened to it, I still wanted to be consistent to document the journey and have it be something that in the future people can look back onto, whether it's even just my own family or friends or whatever, and can see that, hey, he was he was trying. He was really trying hard to, to make something work and, and and telling us all about it, recording it. Uh, so there's a little bit of history of it. So anyway, that being said, the goal is 80-20, 80% guest, 20% solo. Uh, I am super stoked to make this episode a solo episode to talk to you um, kind of uh, during this milestone. And I'm also extremely excited and, and happy with the conversations that we've had. We've had some amazing guests on the show, and I appreciate all of them and their their willingness, their bravery, their just giving us the time to hear their story and to learn from them and to be uplifted by them. And one of the things that all of them have in common, I'm going to let you think about this for a second. 
in fact, I'll just ask you, what are some of the things they've all had in common? Whether it be things about authors writing a book, um, photography, we've talked about divorce, we've talked about building a business, we've talked about family traditions. I mean, we've talked about a number of things. What's the number one thing that comes to mind that is a, a common element between all of them? And if you haven't listened to any of them and this is your first one, hold on. Hold on one second. I'm, I promise I'll catch you up to speed. <laughs> don't, don't cancel or bail or hit pause and jump to a different show. I'm going to get you up to speed here in just a second. The number one thing that all of them have in common and that I have in common, that you have in common, is we go through challenges in life. Now, I know for people who have been listening for a while, you've probably, I don't know, maybe you're getting sick of me talking about that. But I think that is such an important thing that ties us together is we all will experience challenges and speed bumps, things that we have to overcome. And and that's one of the reasons I love hearing all these different stories is because everyone has a different challenge to overcome. Everyone has a different journey. And it's important for us to know that too, I think. It's important for us to realize that my trials are not your trials and your trials are not someone else's trials. Guess what? There's people out there that have worse trials than we do. Um, And so maybe I should be a little grateful for the trials that I have. But I think it's important for all of us to recognize that because when we are in the heat of our own moment, it's hard for us to realize that there are other people that have maybe gone through the same thing or gone through worse things. And I know for me, this is me talking personally, specifically about the things I've gone through is a lot of times it feels very lonely. And when you're alone, I think that allows for thoughts to creep into your head that maybe aren't worthy of your time. And so that's one of the reasons why I think it's so important that our guests have shared their journey and their challenges and experiences and how they've overcome them is because we're all in this together. And if you can realize that, realize that we're not alone, it allows us to overcome these obstacles a little easier. And physically, they might not be easier, but mentally, just knowing that this person did it so I can do it. This person experienced this trial. That's way worse than anything I went through. If they can go through that, well, then I can do this. And a lot of a lot of the trials that we have to overcome or challenges are simply that. Once we make up our mind that we will overcome them, that we will get past them, that we will do whatever it takes to achieve the thing that we need to achieve, guess what? That journey gets a lot easier and and you're able to feel better about it. Now, I didn't plan on actually talking about this, but since we're already talking down this road, I wanted to mention this. I had the wonderful opportunity to live in Ghana for two years. I served uh, as a missionary for the church organization that I'm a part of. And about six months in, it was so difficult. Just everything was difficult. The atmosphere, the culture, the food, the interacting with people, everything was so different. I was struggling. Now, when you serve as a missionary for my church, you're you're paired up with a companion, someone that's with you all the time. 
and for a lot of reasons. Uh, one of the reasons is safety, though, to make sure you're, you know, you're in companionship so you have someone there. There's these missionaries, these companions are coming from all over the world, all different cultures and experiences. And most of the time, at the time, young men would go at age 19, typically, is when you would go on these missions. And I, I decided to go when I was 21. I wasn't going to go, and then I was like, all right, I'll go. I think uh, I think God wants me to go. And I don't mean to make this religious for those listening that are not religious. So, you know, please bear with me as I share the story. But about six months in, I had a companion that I, at the time, we were not really good friends. We are now, but at the time, we were not. And it was very difficult. <laughs> it was just difficult to get along with him. It was I was tired of the food. It was so hot. There was... Uh, just a lot of things different. I mean, again, it's totally different culture, atmosphere, the other side of the planet. And I guess I had allowed myself to think that there was an easy way out. And I now looking back at it, the reason that six months was so difficult, I think is because I, I was always letting that dwell in my mind, is there's a way out of this. I just got to figure it out. Maybe I, this is a real thought for real. Maybe I step out of the car and I just get nicked. <laughs> I step out of the taxi, rather, and I get nicked by a car passing, and then I get hurt just enough that uh, that I'm like, ah, got to go home. <laughs> I got to go home. It's it's uh, I hurt my ankle. Um, obviously, I don't think that was super realistic because I probably would have got injured far worse than that. But those were the thought. Those were some of the thoughts going through my head. Was you know maybe there's a way out of this without just deciding to come home. And for the record, you could. You could just be like, hey, look, I'm out. Uh, I'm heading home. But it's kind of a, um, it is kind of a, I don't know how to describe it, but but serving as a missionary is, it's it's something that you should be proud of, right? And there's, it, there's a tremendous amount of pressure on those individuals that go out to go and to serve the full time and then come home. And for those who come home early, there's no reason to judge them or anything like that. But there's a there's a an idea or a negative connotation or something around people who come home early that you're you're being judged, right? Whether that is happening or not, we again we're our worst critics. And so for those who come home early, for many people, they feel like they're looked down upon or that they're being judged or and maybe maybe it's completely made up or maybe it's true you know we're imperfect people communities whether it's religious political there's imperfect people in there and so maybe there really are a group of people in there saying like ah what's wrong with him why did he come home or what's wrong with her but there's no reason that that should happen anyway not to go down that i digress but i'm out there for six months it's very difficult i'm thinking like what's the easy way out and finally I remember because we had this little apartment. It was made of cinder block. There was the housing out there is a lot different than what we have here in the United States um, or I'm sure even in Europe. But I was out front. I was kind of pacing back and forth out of out the front. And it was really a, a deciding time for me where it was like, okay, like I'd had enough of this. And it was very difficult. And I decided... I literally said this to myself right out front. I made the decision. I said, you know what? 
Anthony, man up. You're going to do this. And there's no way out of this. In fact, you will complete this. You will finish your time out here. And even if it's the only thing I ever finish in my entire life, I will do this. Now, not everyone in that situation has that option. Let me say this too. Again, I don't want there anyone who's listening, I don't want them to think that I'm saying this is the only way because there are individuals that maybe need to come home or are suffering you know, ha- are from depression or anxiety or different things that it is the right choice po- possibly to, to, to leave that situation. But for me, there was really nothing that was stopping me from being there. It was just all mental. So I made that decision. I said, okay, if this is the last thing I freaking ever do, I ever complete, I will do this. <laughs> Even if I die, I will do this. I will not stop. And something crazy happened. I accepted it. I put my head down and I just, I did it. And it led to one of the greatest times of my life because of what I learned and what I experienced. I would never change that ever, not for anything in the world. It truly was a refining time for me. And I've said this a few times to some of our guests. I've asked them, like, do you just put your head down and get to work? And I think in some cases they do. In some cases they they have other routes of of getting through trials. But for me, it was like, I'm going to acknowledge that this is not going to be the easiest thing in the world, but I'm going to acknowledge that this is what will happen. And I will do this. And from there on out, the next 18 months, was it easy? No. Heck no, it was not easy. (laughs) There were some really difficult times. But I actually started enjoying myself. I actually started enjoying the journey, the process. Even some of those difficult times, I would just laugh at and be like, yeah, this is it. This is it. That's my life now. That's okay. Get over it. Rather than being like, oh my gosh, like what can I do to get out of this or whatever? It was like, this is it. This is this is really cruddy. Power goes out in the middle of the night. There's no fans. There the water pump's not working to pull water out of the well, so you can't you don't have any water and you gotta hike several blocks to go to a little well to pull up water that's probably contaminated. Bring it home, boil it just so you can drink some of it. Like I'm talking about like some pretty rough situations. Again, nowhere near as some some situations that others have to face in the world. But for me, having been very blessed to be in the U.S. the whole time and then being put into that situation where I had to work for some basic accommodations was rough. But I got to the point where I was just like, ah, I wouldn't have it any other way. It reminds me of that scene from Emperor's New Groove where the emperor who's now, I guess, a llama is like strapped to a rock with another guy. It's... um. John Goodman's character. I think it's John Goodman. And the emperor's facing upstream. They're in, they're floating in the water. And it's actually not a rock. I think it's like a log or something. 
and John Goodman's character is looking downstream and he sees that there's a waterfall and um, <laughs> he says something like, you know, he, he makes some kind of sound indicating that there's problem. There's a problem up ahead and you see the emperor's face and he's like, there's a waterfall that'll you know, certainly lead to our death if right in front of us isn't there. And uh, John Goodman's character goes, yep. And then the emperor says, bring it on. And I love that scene because that's literally the mode that I was in at the time. Now, there's a reason why I'm bringing all this up. Again, if you're not religious or you are even anti-religion, like please don't take offense to that story. Uh, but it's a, an experience that I think can relate to many parts of life. And that is, we, are, we all have challenges, but a large portion of, of the anguish that we go through, I think, is our mental aspect, the how we choose to think about it. And again, we've had some guests talk about this, about choosing to be positive and choosing to be resilient and to try to overcome challenges. And, and again, some of it's physical and very much real world challenges. But I think there's a, a huge part of that that's just in our mind to be able to accept and say, this is going to be rough, like, but I will do it. And as I mentioned, this is kind of a, a journal for some of the things I'm going through. And I'm going to be honest, I reflect on that story back as a, a young 21-year-old missionary because I'm a little envious of the that attitude I had at the time where I had just made that decision. And sometimes when I'm in the thick of it, I look back and I go, okay, I need to, I need to call upon that version of me that was kind of like, let's flip and do this. Right now in my life, I won't get into too, too many specifics, but I have some challenges to where, yeah, I'm not depressed or anything. I mean, don't think I'm saying that, but it's just, on my mind constantly to where I'm very mentally fatigued and it's rough because it's I'm, I'm at a point in my life where I think I need to tip a certain way and start following a different direction but there's so much of my life that's still dependent on this old way of doing things that I, I don't want to do that I don't like and I'm trying to find this transition to where I can move into this way that I think will ultimately be better for me, for my family, for the happiness of you know others around me. But it's like challenge after challenge of being able to try to solve that transitional period. And again, I'm being vague on purpose here, but um, it's difficult. It's very, very difficult. And I think I'm... I mean, I'm not, I don't think I'm the smartest guy out there, but I think like I have a little bit of intelligence. And so I think that's part of the frustrating part is I'm sitting here going, I should be able to fix this. <laughs> I should be able to figure this out. Why can I not figure this out? Why am I struggling with this? And there are definitely many times already where I've been like, maybe I should just give up that. Maybe the life I want to live and, and the way that I have to break away from something now and, and move down that path, which by the way, that path is brand new to me. I, I've never done it, but I think I'll be happier. I got that gut feeling that 
we talked about with Jill. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be happier that way. I'm pretty sure it's going to be better for my family and better for relationships and whether it's with me and my family or friends or community, things like that. I think that's better. I got a gut feeling that that's the better route to go. But this over here, I don't like it, but it's easier. And it feels like it could be safer. And I'm struggling with that because I like safety. I'm very risk adverse. Although I have a couple little businesses and I've over the years have become a little more risky. I mean, ultimately, my responsibilities to my family and being able to take care of us at a certain level. And by diverting from the path I don't really love as much. I just don't love, let's be honest with you. I don't like that path. It doesn't turn you into a bad person or anything. I just don't like, it's what I've been doing and I haven't gotten the results that I've wanted. And so I'm like, I don't know if that, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to continue not getting the results that I want. I want to go down this path and do these types of things because these things make me happy, but I don't know how to do this transition. It's a lot easier if I was a millionaire (laughs) because a lot of it has to do with that is stability of paying bills and keeping, you know, food on the table and different things. Like there's this transitional period. It's like, how do I go from this to that? I hope I'm making sense here. I know some of you at home or might be listening. I hope, I hope it's making sense. And you're not like, what is he talking about? But the point of the story is I have my own challenges right now. And I am looking back at that mentality of, Just accepting that whatever it is that we're going through right now is going to make us better and stronger. And it's going to help us achieve that goal. It's going to help me achieve that goal. I'm not ready to live that life maybe unless I go through some of these challenges and figure out these problems. And I think ultimately it's going to be a huge blessing in the long run to go through those challenges. In fact, I don't hope. I I know it will be. The other thing I've been thinking about as I've thought about all this I'm now in my mid-30s at the time of this recording. Um, what? I feel like I'm 19, except when I wake up, my back hurts all the time. <laughs> Why does that happen? Anyway, I, men, especially in their in their 30s and, and a little bit higher, when they go through some of these challenges, there, you know, there's depression is at an all-time high. And I think not even just for men, just for people in general. There's a lot of things that affect our mental state. And again, I'm not there. I'm not saying I am. Please, if you're listening to this, don't think like, you know, he's trying to give us a sign. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is I've come across these situations where there are other men and women who are going through the same thing and they don't know how to process that. And it eats them up. It eats them up to the point where some of them feel like they have no value. That's why I want to focus so much on challenges. That's why I love hearing all these different stories but I love hearing how someone overcame challenges because it's important. There's so many people out there that think that there's no hope or they think they're going through it alone. And I mean, I'll be frank. There's just, there's men, there's a, there's a high rate of suicide and different things. And I hate to take it down that road and and be negative, but I just want to, this is part of why this show exists is I want to create this community and really have us uplift each other and say, Hey, we can do this. We can do this. You can do this. Whatever it is at home that you're that you are, are going through, 
you can do it. It doesn't matter where you are at in your life, how old you are, how young you are, how much money you have, how much money you don't have. You can do it. I believe in you. I believe in me. And I believe in you. And I hope that I get to hear your story one day. And I get to hear how you've overcame something, overcame a challenge. Because as long as you're listening to this show, I'm going to be sharing some of the crap I'm going through and how I get to overcome it. And how I don't know how I'm going to overcome some of it, but I'm excited to figure it out. You guys have heard me say that too before. I'm excited to figure it out because I will. As we pursue our goals, it's easy to think that all of our problems will go away once we achieve those goals. Now, I've been talking for a little while, but the whole point of this episode actually was that we need to build a strong foundation to lean on as we go through those challenges. For me, it's family. It's also religion. Again, maybe you're not a religious person, but these two things are very important to me. Family, because everything I do, I want to put them as the priority. Is something I'm doing benefiting them, helping make their life better, or is it making it worse? Religion. I like trying to understand why we're here, why we go through things, what the point is of life. Where do we go after life? And maybe if you're listening, you don't believe in all that, but I would encourage you to to think about that. Because guess what? Even if some of that stuff isn't true, which it is, but even if it wasn't, who cares as long as it makes your life better and if it gives you something to have hope and to anchor yourself to and know that the reason I'm going through this is because it's all part of this grand plan, then good. It makes your life better. Why are you complaining? Religion and family, those two things are so powerful. They're such a powerful foundation. Family and friends. If you don't have, if you're not married, you don't have kids, or you're married with no kids, or you have kids and you're not married, whatever it is, those two things are so powerful to lean on. I often see people who have a tremendous amount of success that their life is in shambles. It would appear. They're all over the news or they have issues or whatever. And I'm thinking like, what? You're rich. Why would you have all those problems? (laughs) Because they have something I don't have. They have that. They've achieved whatever it is, that, that level of success or that thing that I'm pursuing that I haven't been able to obtain yet. But they have it. And maybe it's because it has nothing to do with that thing. It has to do with your why, what you're anchored to, your foundation. And that is something that I do have. And I'm very grateful for, again, my family understanding that whatever I do, as long as I'm doing it with their best interest in mind, our best interest in mind, mine and theirs, how I can make their life better. And then, like I said, religion, religion being... um, an understanding of why it's important that we go through hard things. So what is your foundation? When things get hard, which they always do, what are you going to lean on? Because if, if you think that's not important, I promise you, when things get tough, they'll be so much tougher if you don't have something to lean on. 
if you don't have a why. And I'm not talking about a why in business. I mean, maybe, maybe you want to solve world hunger or something really important like that. Or there are certain things that you want to do. I mean, that that's a why as well. But just find your foundation. Find it. Take some time to self-reflect. Write these things down. What's important to you? When things get hard, what is there in your life to be positive about? And if you don't have that yet, well, now you know the first step. Now you know the first step in your journey and what you need to obtain or what you need to consciously always be working on. What is your foundation? What can you lean on? I promise you that'll make everything easier because that is what I've been able to, me personally, everyone's a little different, but I'm just talking about my experience and, and what has been able to allow me to put my head down and say, let's freaking do this. So that being said, Find what your foundation is, build it strong, strengthen it, anchor to it, whatever it is. So when times get tough, you can lean on it. That's the most important. I want to thank you for listening today. Hopefully I didn't ramble on too long. And some of what I've said, if you've been listening since the beginning, some of what I've said is a repeat, but it's important. And the things I'm talking about today have really been on my mind lately. And to the point where, listen, I don't cry often, but like the pressure of some of these challenges, even that I'm going through, let alone what some of you are going through. I mean, there, there is no way to describe how to react to it other than cry. Like, are you just so overwhelmed and you just want to be like, I don't know what to do here. I just want to cry. And as I've had a few moments like that, where it's just like, oh man, what do I do? The minute I start thinking about that foundation, the minute I start leaning on it, I start getting positive and I start knowing I can do it and I will do this thing. I will accomplish this thing. I challenge you to do that, to, to write down and understand what your foundation is, what your, what you can lean on when times get tough. Maybe it's really obvious to you. Maybe you already have it. Maybe it's not, but I think we, me, you, the other person listening on this line, someone else listening over there, over here, I think some of those things we're going to have in common as well, what we can lean on. And maybe we can help each other out. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope this wasn't a negative episode. I really want this to be positive all the time. But those have just been thoughts on my mind lately, and I hope someone out there benefited from that. I'm excited. I'm excited to be at episode number 20. I can't wait to be next week at 21 and 22, all the way up to, you know, the next big goal, 50. Whoa, it will be here faster than I think it will be here, but I'm excited to be there and to accomplish that and have it be another level of consistency. If you know someone that you think would have an amazing story to share, whether it's about things they've accomplished in their family or their health or their hustle, things like that, please send me their information. Send me an email, anthony at familyhealthandhustle.com. Send that information to me. I would love to get a hold of them and help them share that story to our audience and our community because I know someone out there will benefit from it. The other thing is, is if you benefited from this episode, please, when you get a minute, share it with a friend. I invite them into the community 
you don't necessarily have to volunteer them to tell their story, uh, but share this with them if you think it would benefit them. So thank you so much. I look forward to next week, and I can't wait to see who we have uh, coming up on the show here in the future. So thanks so much. Talk to you later. Thank you for joining in today because pursuing a balance between family, health, and hustle can feel a little wacky sometimes. So we need to learn from each other. And with a simple click to subscribe, we'll invite you back to our next episode. In the meantime, download our free ebook, Six Secrets for Success at FamilyHealthAndHustle.com. And remember, we're on this journey together.